Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. We have to do this, Armand. Yeah, if you want to get paid, we do. Bro, listen, it was nobody had fun with this. Do we really need to do this? Yes, I'm afraid so. Do, do I have we to... haven't we haven't done a loss in a while. Like, come on. Do I, do I have to wear them then? Yes. Oh. Do it for the stream. Do it for the stream. The sad banana is back. Very sad. Very sad. Why? Uh, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Did you drop your hat? Oh, the you dropped your hat. The sad banana fell. <laughs> Give me a sec. <laughs> Add insult to injury. What the hell was this? Yeah, it was our worst game in a long time, eh? Bro, I swear to God, listen, listen, okay, let me break this down for you. I just went through three weeks of exams. I couldn't watch any hockey. I watched none of the fun games that you guys had. I watched none of the win streak. Yeah, and you I came back, back on the Rangers game. Bro, I <laughs> watched back, two losses in a row. I saw that. I saw Marner lose his streak. I came back. I'm like, all right. You know what? Forget about the the win, the the point streak. Forget about the the loss. We're starting a new streak. Woo! Screw you, Ovi. You're not getting that that second place. Woo! We got that. But I mean, that was a disappointing loss and a half. Oh my god, dude! I think this is my second stream in this room, and both of them have been for losses. This room's <laughs> cursed. My bedroom is cursed. Why? For what? Do you see this Leafs jersey on the side? My two outfits. Either it was going to be a Leafs jersey or it's going to be a sad banana. Or the banana. sad banana. Feels well, bad. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, I don't know what you could say about that game. It was pretty bad. <laughs> like, straight from the get-go. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> but, you know, you got that. You got this. You got the Christmas hat going. We've Thank had you. the banana costume out for both... Uh, both disgusting both losses. Holidays. What yeah. was that? Chris, that was Halloween. Halloween that loss of the the ducks, and then this shit. Give me a second. Let me get myself sorted out. <laughs> oh, oh, and I have a bad hairdo too. God damn, I am not prepared for this. Uh, Literally, I got back from exams, and I was just a zombie. Beard's not trimmed, hair's not done. I'm looking like an absolute wreck. I'm in a banana suit. Oh god, it can't I'm sure get your exams went well though, eh? It can't get worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really want to go there now, huh? You really want to talk no, about that? No, I already that. know. Oh, jeez, don't, don't, don't give me that. Don't even mention it. <laughs> oh, what a game! What a game! What a game! All right, before we break this down though, next time you want to bet. Honestly, just tweet at me. Let me know if I'm in this room. If I'm in this room, it's going to be a loss anyways. Just vote. <laughs> just play off a Leafs loss. <laughs> but you can bet at Sports Interaction. Think you know what way it'll go? Yeah, just look at my room. Make your bet with Sports Interaction, whether it's World Cup. Oh, we should talk about that, actually. Hockey, football, or basketball. Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 and older, and please play responsibly. Okay. 
let's break down the shit show, huh? Shall we? <laughs> let's do it. Let's let's start with that first period. Oh, this hat is too warm. I can't. That first period was horrendous. I mean, this is the worst that the Leafs have 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 played in a long, long time. Yeah, this was much worse than the Rangers game. This like, was much worse. Yeah. And, and I, you'd imagine that it can't get much worse than that. <laughs> yeah, like after after the Rangers game, David Alter tweeted uh, that uh, I'll just read it verbatim. It said, "Yes, the Leafs' point streak ended at 15 games last night, but Toronto is still the only team remaining in the NHL that has yet to lose a game by more than two goals this season." Ah, fantastic! And guess what just happened? Fantastic! It's the jinx. It's the jinx. But that is an actually pretty interesting stat. That does, like, you know, we can talk shit about this game all we want, but the Leafs have played really well this season, especially this last, you know, 15 game stretch. Bro, uh, listen, but, I'm back yikes. to my exams. I'm I'm ready for some leap wins, okay? <laughs> I don't need more depression and sadness. <laughs> but yeah, I the mean, one positive we had from that game is that we didn't get Ovi. <laughs> Ovi, honestly, uh, that could his goal might as well at that point. Like I know, honestly, just go get get your final goal and uh, go uh, go yell at Samson off some more. But yeah, yeah. like. All right. Instead, we gave Gustafsson a <laughs> Imagine. Noted defenseman, Ima- Eric Gustafsson. Gustafsson, zero goals in 31 games, gets a hattie against the Leafs. Isn't yeah, four it- of their five goals came from D. Isn't that crazy? We, but like, yeah, we had name a more like Leafs thing to happen than a, a zero-goal <laughs> player just coming back and just biting us in the ass, right? Like, yeah, it would have been better if Obi got his goal. But yeah. Bro, Ovi I guess mission it. complete. We shut down Ovi. Yeah, yeah, I know, honestly. But <laughs> I'm not sure if Samsonov is enjoying this instead, <laughs> this outcome. It um, started with two pretty weak goals, though. I will say, like, uh, obviously, hats off to Samsonov. He's, you know, before this game, at least, he was the top save percentage in the league. Yeah, he at, like he a 939. Playing, exactly. He was playing in so well. And, like, coming back from that injury, he let in just one goal in those three games. He got two back-to-back yeah. shutouts, Back-to-back right? shutouts, yeah. He was playing phenomenally and just, I don't a know pretty rough happened. start. It was, it was just like, a lot of stupid stuff. Like, that second goal in particular, it took a weird bounce, but he should have had that, no? I he should have had like the first two. Like, they, they were a bit unlucky. Like, I do feel bad in some degree. Like, they're, you know, the, the second one bounces off Geo's stick. But it's... You know, it was far far enough away where I think Samson I still needs to have that. You know, that puts you in a in a hole that it's pretty hard to dig out of. And yeah, you know, from then on, <laughs> Samson not played great in yeah. my opinion. Like, you know, those uh, first two goals. Wait, after the first two goals? After the first two goals, I thought Samson was fine. I thought we like they could have been up. I thought they could this could have been so much worse. Oh, man, like it's... The, the next three goals that the the capital scored were not samson fault. yeah okay but but still like, you kind of want him to be able to catch one or, or two but, li- but there he was did like, make some great saves there were a couple good ones but i mean like our defense it, that's a whole other topic there yeah yeah the 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 capitals could have been up at least two or three other goals um but whole okay one thing i really wanted to mention was those passes down through the middle across the crease to the guy on the other side of the net how is none of our defenders like trying to get in between the passer or trying to play the man right like what's it, going on well i think what was tough there is like you know we talked about how four of their d got goals in this game uh mm-hmm. the only one that wasn't was i think garnet hathaway at the first 10 seconds of the third period um 
but yeah, it's because I think the D, the the weak D, the weak side D was like activating low, and we just didn't have an answer for that. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a bit weird to me. Like on the third goal specifically, you know, we had three guys deep, and then Marner I think was the guy that got caught in the slot, and he just got caught flat footed when the when Gustafson activated low, and he just didn't have any sort of speed, any sort of you know anticipation that Gustafson was going to do that for some reason like it was an easy play for them to make but Marner just got caught flat-footed and then Gustafson has the easy pass reception like the easiest one of his life it's right on his stick with no leafs near him and a very clean easy shot to make with you know that was cross crease like Samson I was not going to stop that tough 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 game for those cross uh cross ice passes I don't I don't know what was going on but we did not have an answer for that anytime Anytime their D pinched low mm-hmm. when they had the puck, th- it was an easy pass. And that's just like, that's the highest danger play you can make. I like within the first half of this game, I checked the shot chart on Money Puck, right? Mm-hmm. This was like within then you right at the 10 minute mark. Yeah, it's good that you the weren't checking the, oh, at the second period. I mean, in the first period, I was saying it's good thing that you weren't checking the the shot <laughs> the <clears throat> shots on the on the actual like uh, stream for the game because they were so yeah. far behind. They were out of whack. What is going on? <laughs> with that but yeah continue but yeah i was checking the shot uh the shot chart halfway through and we gave up 13 shots within 18 feet from the net so that's all coming from prime slot prime spots right below the hash marks Mm. 13 shots within the first half of this game came from within 18 feet of the net two of those resulted in goals that is unacceptably bad defensive coverage yeah unacceptably bad defensive coverage that is way too many shots from prime areas and you know, I don't want to say it's like all bad because I thought our offense actually did pretty solid and we'll talk about that later. But defensively, this is the worst game we've had in weeks. Now, you mentioned, yeah, that, that's very true. I mean, the Leafs have pride themselves thus far in the season, like for being a great defensive team, right? And um, yeah, you mentioned Marner having some troubles. I mean, let's look at the rest of our defenders, right? Because it seems like oh, there was a lot of just I don't know if it was plays where they were just losing their man. They weren't thinking or they were just getting caught um, caught sleeping in the play. What was going on with that? Like, uh, um, there, was, there was a couple times, I mean, Geo had some some issues. Um, Hall was well, was a little slow on the play. Like, w- w- what was going on with our, with our defensive core, right? I think Sam Dean had his worst game in a long time as well. Uh-huh. Like, he had a couple plays where... Uh... Uh, you know, it was a a pretty easy play in the defensive zone on the mm. breakout, but he just, I don't know what it was. I think he just took too much time. I don't know what, uh, like what was off about his game, but it just seemed like he was taking too much time than he had. And then he ended up, you know, getting pressure on him and he ends up turning the puck over. And then it's like three high danger chances come out of that. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of our defensemen didn't have the best game. They didn't have the best, uh, you know, inclination towards actually playing defense, you know, and it, it, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a tough game. It was really just, we were giving up high danger chances left and right. We weren't getting the puck out when we needed to. Uh, It was just really sloppy play on our own end. And that, Mm -hmm. that goes to the, you know, forwards as well. You know, I think that there was just not a strong commitment to defense to this game from anyone, you know, and the one time that, you know, we did commit to defense that was on the Matthews goal. Matthews gets a, a very good takeaway, makes a very good back check, gets the puck, and he ends up getting a goal from it. Um, really, it was just a bad, it was just a bad defensive game. I, I yeah. like 
just really bad, really poor. It's tough to really comment on that, yeah. But um, and our second line was getting hemmed in that Tavares murder yeah. Mulligan line, it's like not yeah. a good, not a good game from them. What, what do you think um, needs to be needs to happen now? Because we we do have a bunch of entries, right? So it's kind of tough. Um, tough to see who can slot in there, but yeah, Mulligan has not looked great on that second line. I don't think, I mean, I mean, he's on a, he's on a short fuse, right? He's going to have to be oh, yeah. either step up his play or he's, he's keeps going to have to make a change, right? You can't just keep, yeah. keep this going, right? Our second line was our best line throughout, uh, uh for, for the majority of the season thus far. Right. And it's just not working with the Mulligan there. Right. And a lot of people like there's just, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people in our chat talking about it as well. Um, he looked soft. He looked a little flustered out there and he, he, he just didn't, doesn't seem like a good fit right now. Right. What do yeah, you think like, needs to be done? Mulligan isn't getting any production. And I, I'm not even going to say, like, I don't dislike Mulligan. I think he was fantastic in that bottom six role, um, you know, when he was there earlier this year. Agreed, uh, yeah. And I think he deserved that top six left wing spot when Robertson went down. I think that was the correct choice to put him there. But it hasn't worked out. Uh, not only within, you know, the offensive production. And, you know, like, he hit a post, I think, today off of a pretty solid transition play and shot. Like, things aren't going well for him. You know, luck is obviously a factor here, but uh, he, I, I just don't think he's necessarily the right fit there. You know, like when I think of Mulligan's skill set, I'm thinking solid in transition, mm -hmm. pretty good defensive metrics, you know, that type of thing. Crafty, uh, he's good with his hands. Yeah, like crafty. He, you saw you know, how he played in, in the third line. Good and tight, but he he's was... not exactly a sniper. Yeah, you know, he's no. not exactly someone who like... Like Yarn Croak, if if Marner sets him up with a, a solid, like, you know, Yarn Croak for the past like three seasons has 17 goals. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he's mm -hmm. the guy who can shoot the puck. Um, yeah. and, and Mulligan's not quite that type of player. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily bad. I don't think we should trade him. I think he's a, a solid piece. I think he's a top 12 forward on this team. Mm -hmm. But I do think we're silently just hoping that Yarn Croak comes back very soon because yeah. he looked a lot better in that second line uh left wing position and and that's still a hole we have like yarn croak is not the ideal candidate you know when we signed him for 2.1 million dollars we weren't thinking yeah let's throw him up in the second line left wing i'm sure that'll go great like you know like it's 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 not an ideal scenario right now that specific position but uh we need to figure out something while while he's out because i don't think mulligan's working and i don't think kerfoot's the answer so who do you put up there mm -hmm. zach ashton reese Probably not. No. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, like, just to test it out. Is you think trying to put in, put in Zara back up there? No, no, God, no, not Zara. Yeah, he I was like, what are you talking about? about? <laughs> what I was thinking was, um, what's his name? Pierre Engvall. And the reason huh, I say Pierre okay. Engvall. And then what do you, I, I, do you, who do you move on to the third? You swap oh, uh, Engvall swap, and Baldwin? Swap Engvall and Baldwin. Pure swap? Yeah. That, and the reason I say that yeah. is because Engvall has a great shot. Mm-hmm. You do not need him to be what Mulligan is on. Like, you know, you got Tavares and Marner there. You're going to have more than enough guys to like, you know, like Tavares is a fantastic four tracker. Marner is a fantastic transition player. You have a playmaker. You have two playmakers, really. Tavares is a great playmaker as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was literally set up Kyle Poso to get that $6 million contract with the Buffalo <laughs> Sabres. But um, like, yeah, you have enough playmaking, enough transition play on that line it'd be nice to get someone like yarn croak who can shoot the puck really well and has mm -hmm. some defensive side to his game so they don't get hemmed in every you know once in a while and 
Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. This is really just shooting a dart at the board here. No, I, I think, think that's that fair. Be an interesting experiment there, uh, yeah. especially right now when, with Mulligan not working. I think it would light a fire under Mulligan's butt as well, just to, you know, to say, like, you're not the first guy up. Every time we have an injury, you know, we're going to try different things if things aren't going to work. Mm-hmm. And Mulligan really didn't work today. So I don't think it could hurt. So Yeah, I- I'm more so excited in that uh, to see Mulligan back on the third line. Because when he was on the third line, I mean, he was making a lot of plays. He was he was hunting the puck down. I mean, this guy, this guy really goes at it. And he's he's great with his hands, right? We've seen multiple times where he uses his hands to, to get past uh, get past the other team, right? So, um yeah, I think that could that could work with the uh, with the Kerfoot and Camp on the line. I mean, Kerfoot has had a tough uh, season thus far, but I mean, let's not forget he's he did it have, up recently. Yeah, like he I, I did also, have like, eleven goals last year as well. Right? Yeah, so I don't want to say Kerfoot dodge. shouldn't get a, a look in at the second line. Mm-hmm. Like I understand why people don't want it, but in the situation we're in right now, like with Mulligan not really working out, I'm okay with moving Kerfoot there. He's he's played a decent last few games. Uh, and you know, riding the hot hand isn't necessarily a bad thing, but he Kerfoot's not a long term solution, like he just isn't. We've seen it, we have a large sample size of him working on that second line, and it's, it just doesn't work, you know. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. To me, we still have a, a very large hole we need to fill if we want to be this team that competes for a Stanley Cup, which we all obviously are looking at. Yeah, you know, that second line left wing is a, is a pretty big hole right now, and, and defensively, specifically today. They were getting hemmed left and right. And, you know, we, we can talk about Malkin all you want, but uh, Tavares and Marner were not, not helping the defensive game today. <laughs> like, yeah. at all. Like, we, we already talked about Marner's role in that third goal that they scored, just completely leaving the guy open. But, uh, mm. yeah, um, <laughs> you know, speaking of Marner playing defense, do you want to... Let's talk about that power play. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about the power play real quick though. Before we actually get into the power play, I do want to give a little bit of a a, a teaser, right? We have a, a couple guys in the chat, a couple people in our in the chat right now. Um, listen, we have a special guest coming up uh, coming up on Tuesday. Yeah, the next game we got a special <laughs> guest. I'm not gonna outright tell you guys who it is. Listen, I I'm not gonna tell you outright. Because what's the fun in that? I'll give you a little bit of a teaser. Let's see if you guys can get it. And then maybe, maybe, uh, I'll tell you guys at the end of end of the show. <laughs> All right? <clears throat> this is going to be such a bad impression, but <laughs> I'll try my best. You already did this best. impression for me, and we couldn't stop laughing at it. So, good luck. Good right. luck getting through it. All right. <laughs> Just, just do it. Get it over. Oh, jeez. Okay, okay, okay. It's time to welcome a new era. An era that's rated R. That's your hint. That's your hint. That's your hint. All right. All right. You guys can go we'll wild. See if anyone can Let me it. see. I, I'm, I'd be interested. I feel like I gave a pretty good hint. I feel like. Oh yeah, you, did, you gave a great hint. Yeah. If they know, if they know, they know. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, they you know, they get know. if you know, if you know, you know. All right. But what the Leafs didn't know on when what Keith completely flubbed was that interest in power play. I mean, this is a, the this is what like the second time, the third time that uh that that they had this uh this power play of all five forwards. I mean, we had Marner. No, this Matthews. is the first time they've done it. This is the first time I think. I, I think, think they've done it once before. I think they did. They did no, it no, once no. before. They tried Marner on defense. Was it with four? four forwards? Was it four forwards? Four forwards. And one forwards. Four forwards, one defenseman on at five on five. 
And that was uh, that was we like tried at that the, earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, yeah, that's what it was. Four forwards, one defenseman. That was like yeah. late on in like the the third or something. I remember it was one of the games where we were down, and then we we tried that that lineup to see if, if something would work or whatnot. This is the first time we tried five forwards, and my god, did it not look good? <laughs> Has this ever happened before? Have they ever I don't know. tried? I'm this sure it's happened. Indolene? I'm sure someone's tried it at some point, but they, it, this is the first time I've seen it like utilized in a like game but also like you know when we did that whole four forwards experiment we were doing game over that night as well and we talked about how it nearly cost them when uh this was the jersey this was the devil's game so this was when uh nico hisher completely walked martyr do you remember that on the two-on-one or something like that and we were talking about like players know when there's a forward defending them like, it's pretty easy to know and boy did they know the moment they got on that two-on-one and Marner's just on the ground like waving his stick around just hoping Dude, to get a like, piece even when they were when they're pulling the puck up to to uh towards the um uh towards the cap side right they were like fiddling around with the with the puck and i'm like bro you're moving the puck forward this should be your specialty why are you getting nervous <laughs> right now like, listen i think he's gonna be fine on the point in the offensive zone on the power play. Like, he's obviously a great distributor. Uh, With that being said, it's so risky. It's, like, ridiculously risky. Because Marner is not a defenseman, and, like, we've seen it twice now. Like, he's only, obviously, it's a sample size of two rush, like, defense tries that he's Mm -hmm. had, right? Mm -hmm. But on both of them, he does not know how to control a gap. He goes way too deep, and he just, like... (laughs) He's, he either plays way too aggressive or goes way too deep and just is not a threat to the to the you know mm. forward. Okay, my issue is I'm okay with experimenting. Yeah, they the first time this was reported was I think yesterday or today in practice where they were saying they were trying this out. Okay, one practice is not enough. To get into okay, a okay. game, but to be fair, when was this? Was this when we were down uh, two to one? This is when we were yes. down two to one. No, this was a, yeah, yeah. This two would have been at the end of the first period. Yeah. Okay. So I am okay with it purely on the fact that it was the end of the first. It was at the end of the period. I mean, we, there was like a minute and a half left of the period or whatnot, right? And you kind of needed to try to shake things up and try to get stuff going. I think it was an okay time to do it, right? It wasn't. It wasn't like when do you when do you have like the best time where you want to be but, okay. like my, my and opinion- then try this out. Yeah, okay, I agree, but it's a 2-1 game at the end of the first, and you have a power play. Like, there's a difference between it being a 2-1 game, and it's the midway (laughs) through the third, and you're trying to get something. Like, you just did your first practice with this setup. Do you honestly think Marner, What if it worked really well? What if it worked really well? What if it was just something crazy? It might have worked, but it's just a wild thing to do after one like a game <laughs> all right listen just be like yeah and like listen i understand because right now i think we have timmins uh pointing or, or uh being the defenseman on oh, that top also power play. fantastic well we got we'll talk more about timmins, timmins is yeah. great i don't like him on that power play i think he's been bad <laughs> on that power play timmins has been fantastic i love him the trade has absolutely worked like oh yeah it's a great uh, trade like just flat out it's already played paid dividends mm-hmm. um but Timmons, I don't think, is particularly the, the answer right. there. So you're saying right? that doesn't work. 
so why not try the five? <laughs> I'm, not, like, I'm okay with trying it. I just think it was wild to do in the first, pre- like yeah. your first power play <laughs> after just starting to practice it with a guy who's in his office. Like it's a lot of faith you're putting. They're trying in to make there. him nervous. They're trying it's to... a lot of faith you're putting into Martin. Yeah, and like I love experimenting in hockey. Like I love when when coaches will go out and do wild shit. So I do not care. Like go for it. It's game. I don't know what game it is, but it's like game like. 30 or something like that yeah something, something it doesn't like matter that. you know <laughs> like it really doesn't like do it now so that if it works you can be prepared during the playoffs i don't care about that mm-hmm. but find a like you could at least practice it a little more <laughs> before putting it into a game i like the faith <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting i will say yeah. it was entertaining to watch but yeah the the p the power play did not did not ever really uh you know come into fruition but yeah yeah it's it's interesting i will Mm -hmm. say that Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 interesting it's a it's an interesting play (laughs) let's see if it works in the future um while we have a quick break uh make sure you guys are liking and subscribing uh thank you guys for joining us in the in the comments thus far and and being here after a a tough loss and a a tough uh a tough game um yeah, and uh, if you want to follow us, make sure you're following the STPN channel and you can find all the podcasts and all your plop podcast platform needs. Um, all right, Armand, I think we got to talk a little bit o- about Ovi because Ovi is insane. Like, can you imagine? He's 37 years old. He's He has 800 goals. He's trying to tie uh, Gordie Howe. Uh, for 801 and he's played how many less games like what <laughs> a lot yeah i mean ovi's just he's been almost like 400 all. less games what yeah, is going just, on he doesn't go to the normal age curve i, I was looking at, i was curious because I, I like we were talking about this earlier and and i was i went back to look at jay fresh's um you know uh he he did a, a post about age curves and it was just interesting to see like how the war on the age curve like generally plays out and like offense is usually usually goes first compared to defense at least with the with the age curve and it usually goes around like 30 34 he's he's on like a 50 goal pace yeah that's insane at 37 and the the craziest part was when steve was wow. we were watching steve's uh steve's um uh uh was it watch a game with steve dangle fantastic by the way make sure you watch that um he mentioned how by the time that this is all done and over ovechkin could easily be the the leading scorer right and i thought about it, i'm like wait a minute doesn't he have like 100 goals left he has 94 um left to pass gretzky right and i'm like huh there's no like how many how much more time is it going to take for him to get that right i in my mind, I thought he was he he had declined a bit, so I went to go look at his hockey DB, right? Yeah. And my God, holy shit! He's still he, he he's on pace for more goals this season than he he was on last season. And last season he scored fifty. He's not slowing down. When is this guy gonna stop? I remember when there was talk way earlier on before he hit thirty, saying that the way that he plays, he's not gonna last. His body's not gonna last. And he continues to play like this. How crazy is that? He's aggressive. He's physical. He throws his body around. And he's still an elite sniper. And 
it's the touch is just not he's not losing the touch <laughs> i mean he can keep this going forever no yeah it's because he's adapted the like you know you watch early ov clips and it's a completely different player you know like the speed he has the the, the mm-hmm. way he uses his speed on the rush it, it's just like he adapted his game so well to you know the way he plays now where you know half of his goals are scored standing above the hash marks where everyone knows he'll be where everyone knows he'll get a pass where everyone knows he'll get a one-timer and they just keep going in yeah and you know an age curve will take your speed away first you know mm-hmm. and this is why he's been so successful you know you look at a, another guy in like joe thornton who lasted till he was like 40 his first drop off in in production like obviously thornton and Ovi are completely different players mm-hmm. but uh you know they were both guys who you know, didn't rely on their speed later on in their careers. You know, they found ways to contribute. But the first time Joe Thornton was like the, I think his last season in San Jose, where he dropped to like 30 points in 70 games. But the season before that, he was still a 50 point player, mm-hmm. you know? And the, these are guys who've managed to, and Ovi just takes it to a whole another level. Like, like he's, he's in the running for rocket at age <laughs> 37. Like it's a cold another level, but it's wild to see players find ways to remain productive mm-hmm. and like at age 37 he's still laying the body throwing Tim <laughs> Timmons over the over the bench on a monstrous hit and he like he doesn't feel it he just keeps going he's a train he's insane <laughs> he's, a, he's a he's a machine he is an absolute machine it's like a it's genuinely like a huge treat to watch, you know, growing up with him and seeing him just continue to dominate. Mm. And we're getting close to that Gretzky record. Yeah, he's, he's and isn't that wild? Like someone is able to match um uh the greatest Gretz- of all time. Exactly. That's that's crazy. Gretzky was on another level, another planet. And yeah. to have Ovi come in and, and looking like he, he's right there, he's knocking on the door, he's gonna get there eventually. That's that's legendary uh territory. And um another funny thing I heard in, in, in the stream today. Austin Matthews in the same point as that Ovi was in his um at, at this point in Ovi's career, um at the same age Matthews is sorry, I word that poorly. Um Matthews is only 10 goals behind Ovi. Now, keep in mind, I mean, Matthews had the two shortened seasons from COVID. Ovi lost one season um, during the lockout. They I mean, he also cool. lost the seasons to COVID as well, right? Oh, yeah, COVID as well. But, I mean, listen, they're, they're pretty they're let's, pretty. Let's close. wait. Let's they're wait on that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying. All I'm saying is, uh, listen. We we got someone on our hands over here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this is Ovi hats off. I mean, he he uh I kind of wish that he got it today, to be honest, especially in a game that I we know. lost 5 to no, 2. Make it make it hard for him. Oh, dude. Make it hard for him. <laughs> yeah, just, he'll, he'll do it anyways. You make it hard for him, it doesn't matter. He'll do it anyways. It, it would have been that. funny, though, to see him, see him get it against uh, against Samsonov after last year where he yelled, <laughs> he at, yelled at him. Samsonov as well. Literally, like, knocked him off the team. They were like, all right, we can't have Samsonov. Oh, he yelled at him. <laughs> just destroy the confidence. Uh, yeah, that would have that been hilarious. But, uh, yeah. I do want to talk about a positive, though, and I think that it's the offense. Mm-hmm. So... Like, you know, we really struggled defensively today. And, you know, that's obviously bad. 
But I thought, you know, we generated a, a lot of chances, especially in that second period. I'll, I'll bring up that second period specifically mm-hmm. because uh, I thought we played really well offensively. We were we were managing to to get a lot of chances and break down their defensive structure, and especially on that Matthews goal. Like, you know, I'm going to talk about Timmons on that one because, boy, was that pass through the neutral zone right on the tape of Matthews. Like, Matthews, I don't know how he scored that. It was, like, literally, like, he, it was a 1v4, and he managed to score it. It was a quick shot. The goalie should have stopped it, but still, Matthews is insane. But something that I noticed was, like, you know, Matthews back-checked, got the takeaway, then Timmons had it, you know, at our blue line. He makes a very, very good pass right onto Matthews' uh, stick while he's in stride. It allows him to get past, you know, the two defenders that are up top because, you know, he can, you know, enter the zone while in stride and you know he enters with speed and he gets a very it allows him to get a clean shot off Mm -hmm. and yeah i've been really impressed with timmons uh on the offensive side and the defensive side uh at least not in this game but in other games uh but uh his offensive game is is pretty nice he's got a really good first pass out of the out of the defensive zone he's got a really good uh stretch pass that we've seen him use uh he's yeah i just really like him and yeah I think it's important to pick out the positives on a night like this where there's not a lot to go off. But we were, really, we were, you know, there were like three chances, I think, within that period of, of play where like Tavares got really close when he was right up in front, you know, with no one in front of him. Mm-hmm. And he tried to outweigh Charlie Lindgren and, and Lindgren just stones him. Uh, and then like Anderson had an, a beautiful pass, Joey Anderson, a beautiful backhand pass, you know, no look pass to Sandine who activated down low mm. he got a really good chance and Lindgren stopped him Charlie Lindgren had a good game and yeah. if he didn't this may have gone differently mm-hmm. but well, he did I and mean, we couldn't figure it out and we still gave up five goals so it doesn't really matter yeah and I still think that uh you got to look at the stats but I, I feel like the just from the 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 I uh, the eye test, it seemed like the Capitals definitely did outchance the Leafs especially in the high scoring um, chances like I, I mean, mean I I agree. Yeah. Uh, like, the expected goals did go the Leafs' way, okay. surprisingly enough, but only within the last, like, five minutes of the game. Oh, uh, okay, okay. The okay. Caps were leading up until then. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, score effects. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, like, the first, you, you know, you dig yourself a hole within the first half of the game, giving them, like, whatever, 13 slot chances, mm-hmm. three goals, you know, within that first half. And it's like, yeah, you're, you're going to dig yourself a hole you can't really get out of. And, uh, you know, as, as good as we played in that second period... Uh, you know, we only got the one goal. Mm-hmm. We couldn't tie it up. And and then from the third on, we played like shit. You know, we gave up a, a goal 10 seconds into the third period. You know, that's that's the one, t- you know, you're down one goal going into that period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we talked about at the start of the year, bad starts to the game, bad starts to the period. That's not something you want to do. Give up a goal 10 seconds in. Yeah, yeah. Brutal. Brutal. It was tough. It was definitely tough. But yeah, you mentioned Connor Timmons. I mean, this is what his sixth game point streak now, right? Uh, I believe he's on. This is his sixth game point streak. Uh, Bunton, I know he lost his his streak, right? But yeah, like Connor Timmons, I thought that he would have required more time to get uh to, to get his condition in right i mean we all talked about his his injury troubles in previous years and whatnot uh or throughout his career i thought it would have taken him more time to get ready 
to get NHL ready. And he has been playing really well, right? And um, yeah, he's been a great addition. He's he's looked fantastic. So hats off to him. I thought he was one of the be- better uh, Leafs out there tonight. And, uh, and I'm excited to see him going forward as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what happens when Riley comes back and we're fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Who do you take out? Yeah, it's tough. I I mean, yeah, I think you kind of have to, you have, right? You kind of have to. Yeah, because you move. Yeah, you go leave, ahead. Or you leave Brody on the left side and you take out Sandine. No, I, I don't think. Uh, it's an I don't option know. is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it depends yeah. on, it depends on the, the state of this team when Riley comes back. Obviously. I think Sandine has looked good, though. I think he's... he's he had a looked, rough game. Today. Yeah, today. But overall, I, I feel like he's played he's played well. Um, Connor Timmins, I mean, it's recency bias, right? The last six games yeah, look fantastic. Fair. And yeah, Sandine's a better player than Timmins. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's that's my, my whole I thing, right? Agree. I think... But Con- I'm curious to see, like, does Keefe... Like, you know, a lot about, you know... Keith's thing is like keeping guys accountable and not making sure that people don't feel they have this, you know, for sure spot mm-hmm. on the team. And we see it with like other teams as well. John I mean, when's Mulligan getting out there? <laughs> no, I mean, that's because we're injured. Who are you going to put in? Yeah. Wayne yeah. Simmons? Wayne uh-huh. Simmons just had the worst <laughs> game of his career the last game he played. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. But, like, you saw it, like, with John Tortorella and Kevin Hayes recently. And obviously they're tanking, so it's a different story. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of you know, a lot of being a coach is making sure you know that you, you let your players know that your spot isn't guaranteed. And if you're playing poorly and someone else is playing better than you, mm. and it doesn't matter if you're the better player, they're going to get the reward because they're, they've earned it. And so but I'm then, curious to see, like, if this continues, let's say Sandy yeah. has a, you know, a bad stretch. Yeah. I do think it is a possibility that they just move Brody to the left side and, and, and keep Timmons in there. What I don't do think, think they, I don't think they will. What do you think the leash is though? Like, how do you determine if, uh, let, let's say if you do keep uh, keep Timmons in there, right? How many games do you kind of give him? Or do you just look at the eye test where if he has an egregious game, then you swap him out, right? Because the whole thing is now that you're you're, you're hitting January soon, right? Um, you kind of want to have some some stability in the roster. You don't want to keep moving stuff around. We want to have a, 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 a dedicated roster right where they you have a, a defined yeah. roles and you yeah. have a defined yeah, positions and whatnot. exactly down. right so what's the leash that you kind of give him because like yeah timmons i mean he's i think he's he has good, a, and yeah. he but it's only a six game sample size right is that enough to keep him in the lineup long enough where maybe if he gets swapped out then you have an issue with uh with sandine where he's rusty it takes time for him to get get ready and then it just yeah, rolls, I, like right? listen, like we're talking about a, a a stretch where the Leafs like absolutely dominated, and Sandin was a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, he was playing top four minutes with Lilligren by his side when Brody was out. Yeah, and they did phenomenal mm-hmm. on that. You know, in the, in that stretch, so Sandin obviously has a long leash here. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say that he should be out. I'm just saying that like in the event we have a stretch where Riley is back mm-hmm. and Sandin plays poorly for a four or five game stretch where. You know, he needs to get his confidence back. Yeah. Something's off about his game, whatever. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I like that we moved Brody to the left side earlier in the season Mm -hmm. and we can kind of see how different lineups worked because I thought he worked well on the left side with Hall uh, on the right, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it just gives you a bit of flexibility, which I think is interesting. But at the same time, you know, 
you know, we have someone in the chat, Matt Lott, saying that Geo needs rest as well. And that's probably true. He's old. He's really yeah. old. He's, Talk about he's another 137 as well. NHL players. Is he no, he's older than that? Is, is he, he older? Is he in his 40s? Uh, he's 38, isn't he? Uh, he's 39. Oh, oh he's 39. <laughs> 39? Yeah. That's practically like 80 in NHL years. <laughs> An old man. Yeah, he's gonna, yeah he's he's gonna, he does need, need rest. rest. He will need rest. Especially like, you can't just play him every playoffs. game. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see when when we get healthy. It's 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 going to be interesting to see what the, the Leafs do. But, you know, we've lost two in a row. I just don't want to make it three. You know, I, mm-hmm. I want them to bounce back pretty soon. And it's tough that we lost... <laughs> this game by three goals because that streak ends as well you know a lot of streaks ending yeah, unfortunately yeah. this week but uh-huh, uh-huh. it's the way she goes yeah yeah i mean we can only look look forward now right um we we lost this one but our next game i mean we're up against the the lightning on tuesday right that's going to be a, a fun game right uh i think that's that was their our last uh regulation loss i believe as well um no that was ot loss yes that was that was another ot loss that that broke up our our huge win streak as well so it's going to be a good competition it's gonna be or a good test for for the leafs team and to see if they're able to bounce back and i'm sure they will yeah i have faith in this team but I listen, so listen to it. like they don't better. overreact to two bad games yeah yeah, yeah. like but listen listen come on leafs nation they better they better you know why do <laughs> you know why we got special guest i'll give it to you guys we got special guest edge Edge from the WWE, he's coming on Tuesday. He's going to be in the show with me and Fouad. We are so, so excited. A legend, a legend in the wrestling scene. And um, yeah, we're so excited to have him on. That's we did have someone game. guess correctly, by the way. Huh? We did have someone guess correctly. I did, I know, I saw it. I didn't want to say guy, it. said it right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you know, you know. You're going to yeah, guess yeah. that every time. Yeah, but listen, let's let's hope we got a we get a good win for him to talk about. Like <laughs> it's always fun after after a great win, right? But uh yeah, that's gonna do it here from us. Thank you guys for, for watching. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um if you enjoyed it, make sure you hit the like button, make sure you hit subscribe and share it to all your different platforms. Um tweet out at us. Tell us how or l- let us know how excited you are to see uh guest uh special guest Edge coming on Tuesday. Because uh, we are amped for that. And uh, you can hit the bell notification icon. That's, that'll make sure that you don't miss it. You don't want to miss that episode for sure. You don't want to miss it. Um, and all for all your other podcast platform needs, make sure you uh, you check out uh, check out Spotify and, and uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We're up there. Uh, that's going to do it here from us. Fortunate loss, but look to the future. Good night, everyone. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.